Make plans now to avoid the summer traffic gridlock. Sammy's Original in Lake Forest is looking forward to becoming your wagering headquarters during Del Mar. Their 2,700-square-foot Las Vegas-inspired race book includes individual viewing terminals, ample self-serve betting machines, live tellers, and there are no parking or cover charges at Sammy's Original. Help celebrate our 10-year anniversary with a special menu featuring rollback prices in the race book for our players. Sammy's Original is located where the 5 and 405 freeways collide in Lake Forest at 23221 Lake Center Drive. First post-time meets racing day at Sammy's Original is 10 a.m. Come in, enjoy the great food, the great summer racing, and see what Sammy's Original is all about. For more information, call 949-716-2367 or log on to Sammy'sOriginal.com. See you at Sammy's Original in Lake Forest. Horse racing fans, Los Alamitos Racecourse continues its celebration of 10 years of daytime thoroughbred racing with an action-packed two-week meet in beautiful Orange County. Opening day is Friday, September 15th, and racing will be held Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays through September 24th. First post will be 1 p.m. Pacific. It's been an honor for us to have racing's biggest stars competing here over the past years. From the great two-time horse of the year, California Chrome, to outstanding Eclipse Award winners like Shared Belief, Accelerate, and so many other great stars. Our September meet will include four stakes races headed by the Dark Mirage on Saturday, September 23rd. Plus, on this day, Los Alamitos will host an on-track live money handicapping contest. You could win a seat to the National Handicapping Championship in Las Vegas. The handicapping contest is set for Saturday, September 23rd. For more, visit LosAlamitos.com. It's our 10th year of daytime thoroughbred racing at Los Alamitos. Opening day is set for Friday, September 15th. Have you heard the news? You can get free Formulator Pass performances with DRF Bets. Sign up to get the best bonus in racing with a $250 deposit match and a $10 free bet, plus free Formulator Pass performances. Enjoy all the perks of using Formulator with projected odds, trainer patterns, race and horse notes, replays, and more. Never pay for past performances again. Just use the promo code WINNING when you register at drf.com slash bet. That's winning at drf.com slash bet. It's post time for Thoroughbred Los Angeles, the most informative and profitable hour of horse racing found anywhere. Thoroughbred Los Angeles is brought to you by Del Mar. Live racing is back where the turf meets the surf. Del Mar, cool as ever. By Daily Racing Form, exclusive past performance content provider for Thoroughbred LA. By the Lay Meridian Hotel in Arcadia, just a furlong east of Santa Anita. Call 626-777-6699 to reserve your Breeders' Cup room now. By today's Racing Digest, where every issue is a handicapping lesson. By the Pample Moose Grill, Chef Jeffrey Strauss invites you to the best bet at Del Mar. Dinner at the Pample Moose Grill. By Legacy Ranch, get your young horses started right at Legacy Ranch. By Horsebills.com, enjoy billing made easy through Horsebills.com. By Semi's Original, avoid the traffic gridlock. Watch and wager in Orange County where the 5 and 405 freeways collide at Semi's Original. By the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association, it pays to own a cow bread. By the Ragazin Sheets, the most effective handicapping tool available. Get the sheets. By Los Alamitos Night Quarter Horse Racing. Sometimes your best day of racing is at night. By Bruce Finkelstein's BetOnBruce.com. Selections from Northern and Southern California each racing day. 
by the Derby Room at Fairplex Park in Pomona. It's cool, fast, and firm in the Inland Empire's newest and best satellite wagering facility. And by the South Point Casino in Las Vegas, where the action never stops. And now, here are your hosts, John Lindo and Bob Ike. And welcome to Thoroughbred Los Angeles, a Saturday edition. I'm Bob Ike, joined by John Lindo. We are live from the Del Mar Press Box for closing weekend at Del Mar, the penultimate day today, 1.30 post, 11 race card. And John Lindo, it doesn't seem possible that we are at closing weekend. Good morning. Good morning. God, it went fast. It's clear blue outside. The sun the sun is out. Horses are on the track getting in works. And uh, they'll be headed back up to Los Angeles after this weekend. But we're not done yet. Like I say, great cards. You're going to see a lot of two-year-old racing, dirt and turf. And uh, it's just going to be a fun way to end off what's been a fun meet. John, three stakes races today, including the Grade 1 Del Mar Debutante, which goes as the 10th race today. And look at this field size. And, John, part of it has to be there are no Bob Baffert two-year-old fillies in here, but we have 14 entered in an extremely competitive 10th race today. That's got to be the biggest news of the, of the debutante, uh, Bob Baffert, who dominates the two-year-old stakes races at Del Mar. No entries this year in the debutante. Uh, he's had a number of really good two-year-old colts, that we'll, and we'll see some uh, in the futurity on uh, Sunday. But no no fillies. It's been kind of a slow meet for his fillies. And because of that, I think, you've got 14 in here, and it's a really interesting race, Bob. There's a lot of speed in this race. You have uh, the Sereno Stakes winner, Dreamfire, who went wire to wire that day. You have uh, a horse right to her outside, the Calbred Pushiness, who's very quick from the gate. And on the rail, number one, Julia's Dreaming, who won a maiden race going five furlongs on the grass when she just beat the gate and went wire to wire. I don't think any of those three get an easy lead. And at seven furlongs, it's going to be a testing race. And uh, we saw yesterday, Bob, no wire to wire winners on the main track at Del Mar. And I thought as the day went on, the outside was progressively better and better. If we get that same kind of track today, I would not be surprised if somebody came rolling down the lane to win this. Uh, I think the logical contenders, and probably the favorite is going to be number nine, Tamara. This is the daughter of Beholder, who first time out in her career debut at six and a half furlongs. Uh, Sat down on the inside, came through a really narrow opening, and was impressive winning that race as she gets off the rail. But she's kind of back a little bit quick. She ran on August the 19th. You, you have, uh, again, a, a filly like Dreamfire, who's already a graded stakes winner. I thought an impressive winner, number six, Shatalis, who broke her maiden first time out going five and a half furlongs from a stocking position. I think that style of work today. And number four, Benedetta, who was second in the Sorrento and takes blinkers off, and I think she'll like seven furlongs. But to me, looking at how the race might play out and how the track is playing out, I'm going to take a shot with a long shot, number 12, Gate to Paradise. This is a maiden from the John Sheriff stable. I thought she ran really well chasing Shatalis home in her debut. She got a little traffic trouble. She made a nice mid-race move that day. And we know that John Sheriff does not really crank up his first timers. Uh, and I th- I think going from five and a half to seven furlongs is a plus. She's worked well out of the race, draws an outside post. And at 20 to one on the morning line, I would not be surprised if she came running to get all the candy here. So... I'm looking for an upset in the debutante in what's going to be a wide-open race and a really fun race to watch this year. John, another who could benefit from a very fast pace would be Laurent from the red-hot Peter Ertenbarn. What a meet he's had. Uh, Laurent 
goes from J.J. Hernandez to Maldonado, picks up the mount, but was impressive. Came from a mile out of it, and again, a fast pace would benefit this type. Absolutely. She was climbing early. That was her debut and didn't like that dirt in her face, so uh, Juan Hernandez, who rode her that day, let her drop way out of it. And Down the stretch, she was dead last turner for home, and she came flying and barely got up in the last jump. I thought she had no chance. If she runs that type of race again with the, the experience and being outside, she shouldn't get a lot of dirt in her face. She could come running also. John, with tomorrow being closing day, there'll be a mandatory pick six payout, and we saw one last Saturday, and it was a situation where a ton of money came in late. Tell us about it. Yeah, we're, we're talking about the Rainbow Six wagers and, and what the regular player is up against. Uh, they had a mandatory payout last last Saturday, and Right before the start of the race, race uh, six on last Saturday's card, there was a late scratch. Uh, Coppermeister threw a fit in the gate, had to be scratched. And at that time, there was $1.7 in new money bet into the Rainbow Six. So they're already halfway in the gate. They unload this horse, load them back in and run. Between the time of the late scratch and the time the race started, another $2.2 million was bet into that Rainbow Six. Now, Bob, that tells me a couple of things. Uh, I've got to think the vast majority of $2.2 million, that's all got to be computer-assisted wagering mm-hmm. money. And uh, it turned out to be a pretty chalky sequence. The pick six paid $341. So, you know, I, Let's this hope is, they put in a lot of big tickets to get that 300 back. You, you know they did. <laughs> you, you know they did. So it's just a little bit, you know, if you're going to play in a Rainbow Six, the mandatory payout day is the day to play because you're not bucking that ridiculous takeout. But you're also playing against a lot of big computer-assisted wagering group tickets. So I, I still think you have to keep your budget very modest if you're going to try and play. You know you're going to be sharing this if you win it with other people. So uh, it's it just a matter of is the, you know, the payoff I don't think is really as high as it probably should be because you're bucking that computer-assisted group. Well, one thing we have to look forward to at the fall meet at Santa Anita, a traditional pick six, dollar increment, carryovers involved. We can get away from this nonsense, John, of the mandatories and the the uh, winner-take-all jackpot pools. That's spoken like a guy who swept the pool one day at Santa Anita. Well, I'm looking forward to getting back and trying <laughs> it, that's for sure. Hey, John, one of the rising stars in the jockey ranks, and we saw him, you kind of touted him coming into the meet, Antonio Frazu, who's second in the standings, and that's where he's going to end up because he's suspended this weekend other than the designated races. But, boy, he sure got stuck with some days here with the HISA whip violations. They changed the rule as opposed to racing days to calendar days, but because he had had a number of violations and you accumulate penalty points for each time you get a a one-strike-over-the-limit penalty, he has to serve 32 calendar days. So he is off starting yesterday through October 9th. He will be allowed to ride some designated races. He has a couple of mounts today in stakes races. But in general, we won't see him for a month. And uh, talking to Tom Canusa's agent, apparently what Antonio Frizu does, when he gets ready to make his move with the horse, he'll he'll slap the horse, hey, let's go. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't think Antonio thinks that that is a strike. And then he goes to work on the horse, and he'll use his, his crop six times. Well, whoever's counting those is counting that first one as one of the strikes. So that's been a habit of how he's ridden for many, many years. He's going to have to change that habit to fit into the rules that, as Heiser has them now. And it's, it's sad because he's had a terrific meet. He's not abusive on horses at all. No. He's a strong finisher, and he's really established a lot of business that he's going to lose now by having to sit out a month. Let's set a guy down for trying to win, doing his job, 
and not abusing the whip whatsoever. Uh, another silly, silly rule that we have to deal with in racing. John, before we get into the picks for the day, let's talk about some highlights and maybe a low light or two from the meet overall. A huge positive here. It's been eight weeks of of a lot of fun. Good field size, obviously, but what are some of your uh, highlights and maybe a low light from the meet? Well, automatically, uh, the field size is here. It was so nice to get fields, and, and a lot of that has to do with the Del Mar Racing Office. Let's give them hats off. The ship and win program has really worked down here. There were 21 horses entered for today's card that are eligible for the ship and win. There's another 21 tomorrow before scratches. You think about that on an 11-race card, that's basically two full races worth of horses because of the ship and win program brought in from Del Mar. And because of that, we're not seeing the same horses in the same races. We're getting a fresh look at different kinds of races. It's a lot of fun. And uh, so, uh, again, the field sizes, to me, absolutely top that off. It's, it's just been a fun meet. Um, as far as a low light, about the only thing I can think of really was last Saturday in the generous portion stakes. For whatever reason, the horses were allowed to come on the track while the tractors were still on the racetrack, and that's usually a no-no. So they come on the track, and they're warming up, and then one of the tractors breaks down in the stretch. And in the, in the process, that tractor left some ruts in the main track, so they had to delay the start. They had to get that tractor off the track, and then they had to bring other tractors on to smooth out where the ruts were. This caused a delay of almost 20 minutes before that race was run, and we're talking two-year-old fillies late in the day. They One all, of which melted down at the gate right, and had they, to be scratched. They all got wound up. They were they were washy. And, and like I say, one of them threw a fit in the gate, causing another delay. And so, you know, I don't know. You might just throw the form out on that race altogether just because of what happened going forward. And then because of that, the last race was later than usual. And we had to have a delay there because the sun's setting right in the eyes of the jockeys on the backstretch. So it was an, another delay. So... For those last three races last Monday, it was a total of an hour and 20 minutes to run those three races after a long weekend, 11-race card. That was you know, kind of a, a rough ending to the, the holiday weekend. But if that's the worst thing that happened this at this meet, we're not doing too bad. Yeah, my highlights, John, well, first of all, i got to say going to the Chicago concert at the Del Mar Hilton. Considering I've struggled a little bit at the windows, that's sort of been the highlight of my meet. But I got two more days at least to try to turn this thing around. Uh, so that was great, presented by George Hicker there for a party of 200. Uh, it's been a very safe meet, John. I think that's always a highlight, and the field size, as you mentioned, and just the fun factor. People are enjoying being here. The atmosphere is light, uplifting, and people walk around with a little bounce in their step. One thing I didn't mention, how about Kurt Hoover's job doing the paddock analysis? I think he's been spot on. The information's accurate. You know, he's not overdoing it, keeping it simple, and uh, I think he's just done a fantastic job. Best in the business, John. We've been friends. Kurt's probably my best friend in horse racing, and we met in 1985, uh, the year the Breeders' Cup was at Aqueduct. And if you remember back at Santa Anita in those days, downstairs is where they had the wagering, and we were in line, and we had a mutual friend and started talking. So, yes, Kurt and I have been friends since 1985. You will get no argument on the professional job from me uh, that Kurt Hoover does. Just absolutely fantastic. It's been great having him down here. Uh, for me, John, the low, if there are any low lights, 
I think we run too many turf sprint races. It started out as a novelty where there'd be a few of them a week. Now it seems like there's a few of them a day. I think one day there were four turf sprints going five furlongs. The problem is there's only one distance. You get no variation. It's too short for some horses. Um, You have to be either speedy or drawn inside for the most part. It's very hard to be three wide. So I bet you we ran nearly 50 turf sprints at the meet, and I just think it's too many. I think we maybe need, Delmar needs to to cut those back, you know, considering five furlongs is the only option there. The other thing is I think we've had a lot of changing track bias. The first week or 10 days was all outside. Then it went to inside speed for a while. Now, it's on us as handicappers to try to figure out what the bias is going to be. But when it can change day to day, it gets to be it's pretty tough. challenging. Yeah. So other than that, though, uh, A-plus to Del Mar. It's been just another solid meet here. A-plus to the racing office. As you said, they do a fantastic job. Well, John, let's get our picks now. Uh, the Lindo report put out by you uh, at todaysracingdigest.com and free at the South Point Casino. So give us a Del Mar selection today. I'm going to go to race number five at uh, Del Mar. That's the Del Mar Juvenile Phillies turf. And I'm going to stick with the hottest jockey-trainer combo on the grounds, and that's trainer Peter Erden, jockey Juan Hernandez, number one, Flattery, who came from dead last in in her debut to win going two turns on the turf. Uh, It's uh, tough enough to win uh, going around a ground first time out. Do it on turf is even tougher. I think this filly is only going to improve with that outing. That big kick she she showed. I think she's she's going to get better in a race where it, it's kind of an uh, kind of a ragtag group of fillies. I think number one Flattery has the most room to improve. So four to one on the program. Number one Flattery race five at Del Mar. And Bob, give me an update as far as your your selection sheet. Are, usually you take a little break during low sell. Is that the case again right, this year? So I'm- Today and tomorrow, then I'll take a break during Los Alamitos, and then I'll come back for the fall meet at Santa Anita. So uh, BobIkePicks.com and all of our handicappers at Today'sRacingDigest.com. Today, John, I played races 8, 9, and 11 as my best plays. I put $162 into that late pick 5, which is tremendous. Just look at the field size there. Uh, You're going to get a nice payoff today. And I'll go to that final race final race on the card is the 10th race i'm sorry the 11th race i'm going to number eight chase tornado for bob baffert stretched out in his second start and i thought ran a very good second the winner of that race watsonville came right back to win and uh, jj hernandez rides back i think this is a competitive race but a live spot here so 11th race let's go to number eight chase tornado four to one on the morning line will be my radio play of the day let's take our time out john when we come back bob mazurski Bruce Finkelstein, that'll be the second segment here. Thoroughbred Los Angeles on AM 830, KLAA, home of Angels Baseball. All the leaves are brown, and the sky is gray. Angels Radio, AM 830. Where the turf meets the surf, down at Old Del Mar, take a plane. Take a car. There's a smile on every face and a winner in each race. Where the turf meets the surf. At Del Mar. At Del Mar. At Del Mar. 
our wishes to thank all of our loyal fans for another successful summer with a Turf Meets the Surf. The Palm Meet returns Friday, November 10th through December 3rd. Make plans to enjoy the best crash racing in the country during our Palm Meet Turf Festival. You can keep up to date on all of our fall events at BMTC.com. We hope to see you this weekend before the sun sets at Del Mar. Where the turf meets the surf at Del Mar. Developed by Horsemen, Horsebills.com is a cost-effective, time-saving, environment-friendly, paperless revolution of how equine industries bill and receive payments. Vendors are able to generate electronic invoices for each horse, whose owners can pay through the same website with just one click. Say goodbye to stacks of invoices, handwritten checks, and postage costs. Easy accounting for all parties with the highest online security measures. Get started free at Horsebills.com. Simply register with your name and email address. Free to sign up. No subscription fees to vendors until the first invoice. Sent. For owners, you get a free account, comprehensive dashboard with information on all horses owned and billing records, ACH and credit card payment options. For vendors, generate invoices efficiently and receive payments quickly from both owners and other vendors. Syndicate and partnership managers get flexible billing and payment options to both vendors and syndicate members. For more info, call 888-938-4643, 888-938-4643 or log on to horsebills.com. That's horsebills.com. Attention Inland Empire racing fans. Watching and wagering on the races just got easier. The Derby Room located at Fairplex Park is open and ready to serve you. Watch and wager in the newly renovated Derby Room on races across the country starting at 9 a.m. each Wednesday through Sunday. Televisions throughout the Derby Room will keep you up to date on all sporting events. Add in great food and a great atmosphere and you'll have the ultimate horse player experience. For upcoming promotions, go to thederbyroom.com, thederbyroom.com. See you at the Derby Room, 2201 North White Avenue in Pomona. Let Legacy Ranch prepare your horses the right way before heading to the racetrack. Farm trainer Terry Knight oversees the five furlong training track meticulously maintained by well-known track supervisor Richard Tedesco. Your horses will get the time, experience, and individual attention they need to be fully prepped and give them their best chance for success at the races. Located in Clements, California, the 145 acres of Legacy Ranch provides large pastures and grass paddocks too. For more information or to schedule a visit to Legacy Ranch, call Farm Manager Terry Knight at 510-928-4980 or log on to LegacyRanchInc.com. Don't forget to check out the Red Hot Legacy Ranch Stallion Straight Fire, Clubhouse Ride, and Mr. Big on your visit. Don't get left at the gate. Be part of the winning team at Legacy Ranch. Online at LegacyRanchInc.com. G'day, this is Michael Rona, and you're listening to Thoroughbred Los Angeles on AM 830 KLAA. Welcome back, Thoroughbred Los Angeles. Bob Ike and John Lindo. We are live at Del Mar. And, John, before we bring in uh, Bob Mazursky, let's talk about Calbred of the Week. Right, another graded stakes winner for the Calbreds, and that was Ceiling Crusher, who won the grade three $150,000 Torrey Pine Stakes Last Saturday, Ceiling Crusher is by the Legacy Ranch Stallion, Mr. Big, out of the Indian Charlie Mare Palisades Princess, bred by Harris Farms, owned by Wonderland Racing Stables, Todd Cady, Tim Kasparov, and Ty Leatherman, is trained by Doug O'Neill, and the, the Tory Pines was her first greatest stakes win. 
The winner's share of 90000 brings her career earnings to $374,400. And, Bob, honorable mention to Crazy Hot, who won the generous portion stakes on Monday. That was a $125,000 race. Crazy Hot by Golden Sense out of the Rockport Harbor Mayor Harbor Miss. was bred by Tom Bachman, owned by Rusty Brown and Corey Thabit. And is trained by Jeff Body, and her earnings now over $134,000. And, John, let's mention a special thanks to all of our sponsors. Without them, it's not possible to do this radio show. We have loyal sponsors, and uh, we, we want everybody out there to support them. Right. People like Legacy Ranch, the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association, the Lay Meridian Hotel in Arcadia, the South Point Hotel in Las Vegas. Where uh, Leilani and Jake are that's right, right now and the, where we're going next that's week. That's right. Then. The hot dog cart taking a beating as we speak. <laughs> uh, you have the Los Alamitos, of course, the Derby Room, and Sammy's two great satellite wagering facilities. Thanks to all these people for keeping us on the air for all these years. And thank you to our guests who come on every week, and they come prepared, and they give us a a great opinion and a great selection. So uh, thank you to everybody, all the guests, including next up, Bob Mazursky. Good morning, Bob. Hello, Bob. Good morning. How are you? We're doing well, Bob. How are you today? I'm good. I'm good. Well, before we uh, get too deep into it, let's get a preview of the Del Mar Juvenile Phillies turf today. That goes as race number five. There's one scratch of Arctic Breeze, but still a nice 10-horse field in here, Bob. Yeah, I think so. And, uh, you know, the horse, John Lindo Lights, I think, is a big contender. Flattery, she flew home in her debut. It was a very impressive winner. And Angie Oletta and Lottery ran 1-2 in a maiden race in their Europe, in their first starts after coming over from Europe, so I think they're very sharp. And then the long shot, I thought, had a look. It might be Double Bay. She's a Michael McCarthy horse stretching out. She chased her talented stable mate, Julia's Dream, first time out. Julia's Dream was very impressive winning her debut. I think this horse will do a lot better with a race under her belt and stretching out. Well, Bob, John and I talked about some highlights and lowlights at the meet. Did you have any thoughts on that? Well, I agree with a lot of the things you said about Frey Sue. You know, he really is coming to his own at this meet. It's unfortunate, as you said, because of a silly rule. He's not going to be able to ride for a while. Peter Erton's been unbelievable this meet. Of course, there's always some impressive two-year-olds that run. Uh, I was most impressed by Heartland. I thought he overcame a horrible start to win nicely in his debut, so looking forward to seeing him again. And I think those were the main things. that I've. And, of course, the field size has been great the whole meet, so it's been nice. Now, Bob, putting on your Los Alamitos publicity hat, we've got the Thoroughbred Fall Meet, which starts next week. So let's get a little bit of details. What days do you race, the post times, etc.? Yeah, we start next Friday, uh, the 15th. We'll take entries on Tuesday for the first day. We'll run two weeks, uh, three days each, Friday, Saturday, Sunday this week, and then Friday, Saturday, Sunday the following week. We'll have four stakes in those during those days. We have the E.B. Johnson on the first Saturday, then we have the Los Al Special on Sunday, the uh, Dark Mirage the following Saturday, then we close it out with the two-year-old race at the Capote on Sunday, and three of those four races will have purse enhancements if the race has six or more starters. The Dark Mirage will go from 75 to 125, and the Capote and Los Al Special will go from 75 to 100,000, provided they have six starters. That's great. And then one thing for the horse players, too, the second Saturday of the meet, one of my favorite live money handicapping contests, a chance to win your uh, a berth into the NHC. You have that, again, the second Saturday of the meet, correct? That is right. On the 23rd, we'll have another uh, handicapping contest. Orlando Gutierrez, the marketing director and publicity director for the quarter horses, does a great job organizing that. 
We'll have two seats available to the uh, next year's NHC in Las Vegas. So, uh, yeah, it's always a very popular thing. It's uh, they're well, uh, well attended, though, so we look forward to that. And post time, as you asked, it was 1 o'clock every racing day. Bob, last week you gave us the green flash winner, Motorious, who paid seven twenty. Where do you want to go to make it two weeks in a row? I like number four, Jalen Jeremy. This horse won against Cheaper earlier in the meet for Herman Walensky, so I was at a couple winners at this meet. This horse is stepping up in class, but that doesn't bother me because this horse is beaten better than this back east on more than one occasion. I think he's catching a field where some of the other top contenders may be heading in the wrong direction. So I like number four, Jalen Journey, to win right back in race six. And that is brought to us by today's RacingDigest.com. Thank you, Bob. Good luck today, and uh, we'll see you soon. All right. Take care, Bob. Take care. Okay. That was Bob Mazursky. Let's bring in Bruce Finkelstein from BetOnBruce.com. Good morning, Bruce. Good morning, Bob. Good morning, John. How's it going, guys? We are doing well. Uh, we want you to kind of look at the john maybe today which is the first leg of that late pick five kicking off in race number seven and this is the shortest field in the sequence with only six horses in fact the shortest uh, field on the card how did you see it bruce you know there's going to be a fairly heavy favorite here in closing remarks i admire her but i'll tell you what go back and watch the videotape uh it was a perfect uh, umberto rispoli ride i mean he hit the hole at the right time, saved ground, did everything right. I kind of thought she was a little unimpressive. The margin was only a neck. I think we can maybe take a stand against her for value. Not an easy race, though. The horse that kind of interests me, guys, is Paris Peacock. They tried Graydon Van Dyke and a new running style, put her on the lead at a mile and three-eighths. She was right there to about the 16th pole, couldn't quite last, but I thought she ran a very strong race in defeat. She's shortening up today. The blinkers go on. I think that kind of is a tell. Perhaps they're going to get even more aggressive with her today. Uh, she draws the rail in a kind of a paceless race, so I thought she was interesting. Free and humble came with a career best, putting the blinkers back on last time out. Uh, she's an interesting long shot. I think she uh, is going to be there or thereabouts. And probably most reliable is Nige Blanche. She's a very hard-knocking, longer-distance horse who cuts back to a mile and an eighth. But she's got enough quality, I think, to uh, to handle these. So I- I'm looking at three horses, trying to beat the favorite who got the perfect trip last time out. I was looking at the one Paris Peacock, two Free and Humble, and the five Nige Blanche. Well, I'll tell you what, let's take a look at Northern California for your ready-to-play Golden Gate. Eight-race card today at Golden Gate. Bruce, who do you like today on the Golden Gate card? Let's go to the seventh race, John, and um, this is an allowance race on the grass for Phillies. I'll tell you, a horse has really gotten good. The four bold daughter, bold daughter, that is. Uh, she was primarily a sprinter. She's been stretched out in five races. She's knocked down two wins, two seconds. Her lone poor performance, take a look who she lost to that day at Pleasanton, None other than MicroShare, a horse that's won two in a row at Del Mar. In fact, won a stakes race last weekend, so no uh, harm in that race whatsoever. She can close, uh, and she's in. she's been in races where she's competed well in races where they've gone slow up front. I think there'll be a pretty quick tempo in here with, the, with uh, proof of jazz and maybe a couple of others going out. So I think she might be getting a little better setup than she's been getting uh, of late. She's been a brand-new horse in stretching out. So in race seven, the four, bold daughter, six to one, morning line. And, Bruce, where do you want to come south for your play? 
Let's go to the opener, the first race, guys. I like the nine, Asian Matriarch. This one ran third uh, for a maiden ED tag on debut. That was early on in the, the meeting. Here's what was key. She came along the rail. This wasn't the worst day for the rail of the meet, but still, it was kind of dead inside there. She made a menacing move, ran a decent third that day, and then they jumped the connections, jumped her up in class against much tougher straight maidens. She blew the start. She stumbled badly. I'm going to draw a line through that race. She draws well today. The blinkers go on. She runs for a 50,000 tag. I don't think that's suspicious. She was only bought for 30,000 back in April. I think she's a great fit with these and look for a turnaround here. So race one, the nine Asian matriarch at four to one on the morning. Tell us, and Bruce, tell us what's available today on at betonbruce.com. Full card analysis at Del Mar and the late races with that incredible late card at Kentucky Downs. We've thrown in the late pick five. We'll have Del Mar again tomorrow and Kentucky Downs. There's also uh, audio uh, audio seminar involved there and also late races to, uh, or best bets rather from Golden Gate today and best bets at Del Mar. Also audio is in, included with that. So uh, check it out at betonbruce.com. Excellent. Thank you, Bruce. Enjoy the day, and we will talk to you again next week. Take care, guys. Great. All right. That was Bruce Finkelstein. Let's take our next time out. When we come back, John Hardoon from the Ragas and Sheets, Toby Callett from tobycallett.com. You're listening to a Saturday edition of Thoroughbred Los Angeles right here on AM830 KLAA, home of Angels Baseball. I got my first real six string Bought it at the five and done Played it till my fingers bled What's Angels Radio AM 830 Now more than ever It pays to own a cow bread Owners of a registered California bread maiden shall be paid $17,500 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Southern California and a $10,000 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Northern California. These bonus awards are in addition to all regular purse monies won and will be paid within 30 days after the win. California bred $50,000 or less maiden claiming winners will be eligible for the current $40,000 or less starter races too. Take advantage of these tremendous new incentive programs by breeding and buying cow breads. For information, call the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association at 626-445-7800. That's 626-445-7800. Or log on to ctba.com. And remember, it pays to own a cow bread. Today's Racing Digest has been dedicated to the survival of horse players since 1970. Exclusive speed, pace, and final time figures, comprehensive performance ratings, and independent clocking information are all included in each Del Mar edition of today's Racing Digest. Looking for some extra help? Individual handicapping products from Thoroughbred Los Angeles radio handicappers Bob Ike, John Lendo, Bob Mazursky, and Toby Callan are available at todaysracingdigest.com each racing day. You can also take advantage of up-to-date news regarding trends, forces to watch, and free educational information. Pick up your copy of Today's Racing Digest on track at Del Mar or log on to todaysracingdigest.com. Set up your account and get ready to win. From dawn's early light until after the sun sets, Today's Racing Digest is working to make your day at the track a winning one. Today's Racing Digest, where every edition is a handicapping lesson. 
Nearly 50 years ago, Len Ragazin formulated the idea of speed ratings. Today, the Ragazin Sheets are still America's premier speed rating product. Who uses Len Ragazin speed ratings? Trainers use the Ragazin Sheets to place their horses. Breeders check the Ragazin Sheets before making million-dollar decisions. And jockey agents consult the Ragazin Sheets when choosing which horse to ride. But most importantly, the Ragazin Sheets are used by players like you. The Ragazin Sheets are available online at thesheets.com. Our website also offers free introductory material, including an online seminar. You can also receive free introductory material by calling us directly at 212-674-3123. That's the Ragazin Sheets at 212-674-3123. Ragazin, the most respected name in racing. Post players, it's another huge weekend of nighttime action at Los Alamitos with our first post on Saturday and Sunday set for shortly after the final race at Del Mar. And as always, the best of quarter horse racing continues at Los Alamitos, featuring two of night racing's best bets, the early and late pick fours. And racing fans, don't forget that Los Alamitos always features a traditional $2 pick six with no jackpot provisions. This weekend's action will include the trials to the PCQHRA Breeders' Derby on Saturday and the Breeders' Futurity Trials on Sunday night. Get ready for sizzling quarter horse racing action this weekend. And as always, on Sunday night, Los Alamitos adds 10000 to the pick six pool if there's not a carryover. Looking for a great spot to enjoy the live racing action? The Vessels Club has a great table just for you. For reservations, call 714-820-2681. And of course, Burghardt Sports Bar is open for every live racing program. The best of racing, it's always at Los Alamitos. Don't miss this weekend of Quarter Horse Racing Trials. Angels Radio. AM 830. Welcome back. Thoroughbred Los Angeles. Bob Ike, John Lindo, and now John Hardoon. Good morning, John. Hello, John. Yes, good morning. How are you? We're doing well, John, from the Rags and Sheets. No racing in New York this weekend. I can't believe it, John. Uh, but you're going to shift your attention, I think, and take a look at Kentucky Downs, which, by the way, is only giving out, John Lindo, $7.63 million <laughs> on a 12-race Not a bad Saturday. Today. So, uh, John Hardoon, take a look at the uh, Kentucky Downs Turf Cup, which goes as the finale on the card, and tell us what you think. Actually, this is going to be one of our two radio plays, and I really like this race. It's a terrific race, full field, 12. Uh, they're only scratching the AEs, and I really like the number eight horse in here. Never explain. This is a five-year-old from the Shug McGahee barn. Joel Rosario board to ride. He's listed at 8-1 to one on the morning line. I think this horse is going to love that layout. They go up and down hills. It's a very difficult track to play. And it's a very difficult track to watch races, to tell you the truth. You never have an idea of where they are or when they're coming to the finish line. However, that being said, they pay when they cross the wire. And I think number eight, never explain, is going to cross the wire first in this year's uh, Turf Cup, the grade two FanDuel uh, Kentucky Turf Cup. It's a 12th and final at Kentucky Downs. And only $1.7 million on the line. John Lindo, why don't we have a horse to ship to Kentucky Downs? <laughs> if, if I did, I'd be there. Unbelievable amounts of money. John, without New York, what, what is your menu today? What, what racetracks are you covering for the Rags and Sheets? 
Well, we have Del Mar Colonial Downs and the Mammoth. And uh, radio play number two is actually going to come in Colonial Downs, and it's going to come in their 10th race. This is the Virginia Derby, and it's another terrific betting race. I like the number 10 horse in here, Ari Gold, the three-year-old colt from the Todd Fletcher barn. This is an improving horse. Six career starts each race better than the previous one. Rider switch today to Jose Ortiz, 8-1 to one on the morning line. I like number 10, Ari Gold, to upset and win this year's Virginia Derby. Ari Gold, a terrific character in the show Entourage. That's right. If you right. ever watched that uh, on HBO, yes, Ari Gold, played by Jeremy Piven. See, I, I've got a little <laughs> bit, besides horse racing, I have a, a little bit of I didn't know you were that deep. A little you bit have of a culture. Life, yeah. You have a life. Uh, That's good yeah, a, li- a little <laughs> bit of one. Uh, John, again, tell us. Quickly, uh, Raglas and Sheets, johnhardoon.com. Tell us what's on the website today. Three best plays, $10, full card, $25 today. Colonial, Mammoth, and Delmar selections. We'll be listening to Mike Wilman tomorrow, and we'll be listening to your selections, and uh, we'll try to get two of them home today. Thank you, John. Thanks, guys. Be safe and stay well. All right, let's bring in Toby Callett now from tobycallett.com and today's racingdigest.com. Toby from South Florida. Good morning, Toby. How are you? I'm well, Bob. How about you? We're doing well. Uh, first of all, what are your conditions today down at Gulfstream? We're fast and fast so far. Uh, it's been a great week of weather. Uh, in um, little or no rain, humidity has dropped. It's still 90 degrees, but... Uh, at least it doesn't feel like it's 105. It feels more like 95. So we take whatever we can, Bob, you know. Well, Toby, you, you've got the, the Florida Sire Stakes starting off today, and you've got more dirt racing today, which I know you're going to like. So on the 10-race card today, where do you want to go for your radio play? I'm going to take you to the sixth race, John. Uh, my only disappointment is that they were two very nice uh, stallion stakes races today, but the fifth race on the card uh, – has a couple of key scratches. The two and the three are out of that race, so, so that, that's going to be a shorter field. But, um, you know, the whole reason for following the, the races here in the summer is that these horses will pay dividends in the winter. It's gone on for the last 40 years. I don't think it's going to change. It's just diminished a bit that uh, we're not going to try to take uh, any uh, any of that luster away and uh, try to get the money. But in today's sixth, uh, we're going to build up our bankroll for Delmar by betting on the three black belt Barbie. Black Belt Barbie comes into this race in, in great form. Solid trainer-jock combo. Looks, looks like a good play in here. Behind her, we're looking at the sixth, Angelic Storm, coming off the horses to watch list. Another horses to watch list runner, the five. This is uh, Ukrainia, uh, or Miss Ukrainia. And the, and the four, she's a joy. Another horses to watch list runner. It's three, six, five, four to slam the door in today's sixth at Gulfstream Park. Toby, we have a couple extra minutes here, and just throw you a little bit of a, a curveball. It's not on the itinerary, but I know you're kind of a keen observer of Delmar, even though you're on the other coast. What are your thoughts on maybe a, a couple highlights and, and if there were any lowlights for you following Delmar during the summer from afar? Well, the thing about Delmar that, that I've always liked is that people get excited for it, and you know, it, it brings us all back to when we were young, when it was exciting to go to the track. And the, sh- the ship and wind bonus, um, I know it's at the right time of the year and everything else, but it's probably the best singular thing that Delmar might have ever done, except for opening their doors uh, way back when. Uh, but the thing that 
still gets to me, and I, you know, I've heard all the stories that, you know, the uh, the uh, the big the big players, you know, they cut the rebate if they bet closer to the post. Uh, I've seen too many instances where where uh, horses have dropped in price, and the ones that bother me the most are actually the races where I haven't been involved because I look at all the races, obviously, but when I see those drops and I wonder. Well, you know, like every once in a while, you know that this is a betting asset, or this is a horse, you know, that, that, that everybody has liked. Uh, but then again, I see two of the sharpest guys I know in California uh, came up with that monster day a week ago Thursday, and uh, those those horses didn't take those precipitous drops. So those are, and those are guys that you would think that people are following. You know, I, I, I know that I'm interested in what John says, or interested in what Kurt Hoover says. So I don't like that. I wish that there would be a way to just stop all of that a minute or two minutes out and, and give the regular guy a chance. Uh, it still bothers me and because it's such a good meet. You hate to have anything negative to say, but I haven't seen enough of, the, of that bad stuff having gone away yet, Bob. And, and there is a way to stop it. Naira knows how to stop it, right, John? Yeah, they don't. Uh, the, the last pick five was a retail bet only, none of the CAWs, and, uh, and they, they, they stop it, it on the wind betting, too. Yeah. So there are ways to do it. It's going to cost you and handle, but you have. You, there are ways to do it. Yeah. Well, well here, Toby, we. Uh, uh, sorry, sorry, go ahead. The, the whole thing, and, and, and you know, I remember you know, John had mentioned that it was gracious of Del Mar to, to take a little bit of a hit. But the bottom line is, do you want the rest of us or do you want that small faction? And sooner or later, racetracks are going to have to make that decision. Is, you know, do, do they want, especially if you're a place like in California, where all your purses are handle-driven. So do you want us or do you want the other guys? Or do you want the other guys participating on a more level playing field? I welcome their money, but I don't welcome their money when it's taking I'm going to say personally, there have been spots where it's taken a couple of thousand dollars out of my pocket in a given race. Now, there have been other races where, as Bruce Finkelstein says, sometimes you get that overlay, and it's happened that way as well. So I don't have an accurate number if it's cost me or not. I just know that if the public has the wrong perception, it's costing all of us down the road because, I mean, the game is shrinking, and we know it. And I'd like to be able to, to play it the the rest of my years, I don't know about you guys. I'm pretty sure that you do, too. Yeah, a- amen, Toby. We, we do want to be able to play this game for the rest of our years. We appreciate your contribution every week. TobyCallett.com, today's racing digest.com. Uh, we're going to get your pick home today, Toby. Good luck, and we will talk to you again next week. Love you guys, too. Appreciate it. All right, that was Toby Callett. Let's take our final time out, John, when we come back. Michael Rona in his cleanup position from Los Alamitos. That's the final segment. You're listening to Thoroughbred Los Angeles on AM 830 KLAA, home of Angels Baseball. Angels Radio. AM 830. Where the turf meets the surf. Where the turf meets the surf down at Old Del Mar. You could be flying on an airplane, catching a fast train, or jumping in your car. Come on, to Del Mar. Everybody's gonna have a smile on their face, cause somebody's gonna win every single time there's a race. Where the turf meets the surf down at Old Del Mar. Where the turf meets the surf. Where the turf meets the surf down at Old Del Mar. Where the turf meets the surf.
Plus sunsets at Del Mar this weekend. Come out to see the top juvenile fillers compete in the Del Mar Debutante Saturday. The boys get their chance to shine in the Del Mar Futurity Closing Day Sunday. And for horse players, there will be mandatory payouts in all pools closing day. It's your last chance to enjoy live racing until the fall meet returns in November. See you at Del Mar. Where the turf meets the surf down at Old Del Mar. Where the turf meets the surf all right now. down at Old Del Mar. Make the Le Meridian Hotel in Arcadia your place to stay and play on your next visit to Santa Anita. Located just a furlong east of iconic Santa Anita Racetrack on Huntington Drive, the Le Meridian Hotel offers uncomplicated luxurious guest rooms and suites, a fitness center, meeting rooms for your group, and a newly refurbished dining room. A wide open bar and lounge makes the perfect gathering spot after a great day at the track. For reservations, call 626-777-6699 and use your Marriott Rewards points for even more savings. From the early morning workouts until after the last race is official, the Lay Meridian Hotel is a convenient and enjoyable way to maximize your next visit to Santa Anita. General Manager Katie Green welcomes you to a winning experience. The Lay Meridian Hotel, 130 Huntington Drive in Arcadia. The number for reservations once again, 626 777 6699. From Golden Gate to Santa Anita to Del Mar, and everywhere racing is conducted in California, Bruce Finkelstein's Bet on Bruce has you covered. Full card selections available every racing day at betonbruce.com. Get advice on multi-wager ticket structures and improve your return on investment with Bruce Finkelstein's betonbruce.com. Bet on experience. Betonbruce.com. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's Racebook has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Angels Radio. AMA 30. Welcome back. Final segment, Thoroughbred Los Angeles. John, before we bring in Michael Rona, let's talk about a couple spots to hit if you can't be on track. Well, if you're in Orange County and you're having trouble getting down that freeway, Sammy's is the place to be where the 5 and 405 freeways meet in Lake Forest. 2013 pricing on food. They open up in, at 10 o'clock, so you've got about 8 or 9 minutes to post time at Sammy's. And you'll be back soon in one of your favorite grounds, and that's over at Fairplex Park, the Absolutely. Derby Room. Absolutely. I'll be at the Derby Room uh, seeing the boys in there, and I, I better have a nameplate waiting when I get there. <laughs> that's all I can say, John. Let's bring in Michael Rona from Los Alamitos. Michael, great to see you and Kathy as you visited uh, last Monday. Yes, good day, Bob. Uh, great to catch up with you and John. Up in the press box at Del Mar, we enjoyed our outing, as is always the case at beautiful Del Mar. 
Well, Michael, tonight, four trials, and say this one quickly, the PCQHRA Derby Trials, uh, Breeders' Derby Trials. Tell us about them. Well, the first thing I'll tell you is that I don't plan to insert the race name in the race call. <laughs> good good, good uh, thinking, Michael. I agree. That's a good, good idea. It stands for Pacific Coast Quarter Horse Racing Association. We have the four Breeders' Derby Trials tonight. There are five Futurity Trials tomorrow night. And the finals in three weeks from now coincide with the Los Alamitos Equine Sale, which is a very big annual event on the grounds of Los Al. Uh, you can go to losalamitosequinesale.com to learn more about the sale. It's an excellent catalogue again this year of almost 250 head. So it all ties in in three weekends from now with that sale. Um, the four trials tonight comprise the late pick four, very good quality sequence. Matter of fact, number one in the first trial, race seven, Chick's First Flash, is the winner of last year's PTQHRA Breeders Futurity. So he's uh, trying to become the first horse in more than a decade to sweep the Futurity Derby series for this race. And he's even money favourite of a very good close third just last month in the Golden State Derby. The uh, second trial features Heath Chickless, who's trying to qualify for his fourth derby this season. Very fast, very consistent horse. He won the El Primero del Año Derby early in the season. He's won seven of 16. The third division of the trials, race nine, clearly the most open. Uh, you'd have to go pretty deep, in fact, if you're playing uh, multi-race wages. Uh, the tenth race, the final trial, Features Mahomes Magic as the morning line favourite from the outside gate. He, there's a little bit of Scoop's dynasty about Mahomes Magic in the sense that he just keeps putting up terrific performances without winning so far this season. He's had uh, uh, close defeats in stakes races and uh, most recently just missed by a nose in a qualifier to the Golden State Derby, a race from which he had to be scratched from the final. But uh, from the outside post, he really gets his chance to enter the winner's circle, deservedly so for the first time this season. So they are some of the headline horses. Tomorrow night, Bob, in the, uh, the Futurity Trials, uh, we feature the Ed Burkmillion Futurity winner, Political Rivalry, who's four for four, puts his perfect record on the line. And uh, there's, uh, as I mentioned earlier, five trials tomorrow night for the two-year-olds. Now, Michael, with uh, the one thirty post time at Del Mar and 11 races today and tomorrow, what is your first post time each night at Los Alamitos? John, we kick off at 7 o'clock tonight and uh, just a little later tomorrow at 7.10. Well, Michael, as we always mentioned, a good source to go to for uh, a lot of information at Los Al. LosAlamitos.com if you want to watch those Workouts on video, always a great spot there. And the Sunday night pick six, if there's no carryover, Doc Allred puts 10000 in seed money there, and that's been a great innovation at Los Alamitos as well. Absolutely. Another thing you'll find on the website is a link to the weekly webcast preview show hosted by Jose Contreras of FanDuel TV. I do a segment, so does Christopher Wade, our on-track simulcast analyst and uh, we preview the weekend racing so you can always catch that 
at LosAlamitos.com, and uh, I typically retweet it as well. Well, Michael, surprise, surprise, you gave us another winner last week with New Park at 520, so where are you going to go tonight? I'm going to try to beat one of the favorites in these uh, derby trials tonight. Um, in race eight, the second of the derby trials, I was telling you about his chickless being the morning line favorite. Deservedly so. He'll be very tough to beat. Several chances in the race, but at five to one on the morning line, I'm going to the rail filly, Escalated, who broke her maiden winning a trial to the PCQHRA Breeders' Futurity on this corresponding weekend last year. Her other career victory was from the rail and very fast time, and uh, I think that she's primed. She seems to fire her best shot when she's kept a little bit fresh at six weeks since her last race, and uh, Escalated is my pick. I hope I'm not being uh, in any way influenced or biased by having just visited Burns Ranch in Menifee a few days ago, where I met Escalator's Sire and Dam, the wonderful favourite cartel, and the Dam Babe on the Fly. We didn't discuss any form. I didn't even know the entries. But uh, here I am finding myself gravitating towards the Steve Burns-owned and bred uh, filly in this uh, Breeders' Derby trial. But objectively... I think she figures, I think she can fire a good shot in a tough race, but I think 5-1 to one is enough value for us to have a go. Escalated number one in race eight. Thank you, Michael, and uh, we'll look forward to talking to you next week with Double Duty, Thoroughbreds and the Knights. So uh, we will look forward to that next Saturday. Looking forward to it. Thanks, fellas. All right, that was Michael Rona. John, we have uh, less than a minute, but we need to mention the trainer race is going to go right down to the wire. D'Amato with 20, Baffert 19, Doug O'Neill with 18. So And they're all busy this week. All weekend. busy, and that's going to be a lot of fun to watch. Hey, uh, we want to thank Ryan and Elise inside. They did a terrific job for us today. Mike Wilman is here from 8 to 10 tomorrow. Andy Harris coming up with the SoCal Restaurant Show. John, I want to thank you. It's been a lot of fun the last eight weeks, and uh, you do a great job of putting this show together, and uh, really want to thank you. Uh, it's been a lot of fun and looking forward to it, and we'll be back here in the fall. I'll look forward to that again. And we will be here next week with the opening of Los Alamitos. Yes. Thank you for listening. Good luck closing weekend at Del Mar. Enjoy, cash some tickets, and we will talk to you next Saturday. A horse is a horse, of course, of course, and no one can talk to a horse, of course.